0: Welcome to the Energetic Radio Podcast. My name is Dale Sybottom. Each week, I'll bring you inspirational guests who will help you bring fun, energy, and purpose into your lives. Let the show begin. Okay. All right, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. This is episode number 307 with Mark and John Cronin. How are you, lads? wow.
1: Oh. Oh, it,
0: it's great! Thank you,
1: Summer. So I, I, we are very fortunate to be here. We're Thank you. excited to be
2: talking with you, I'm Dale. We love what you're doing of spreading like joy through play and and learning through having fun. Oh, it's, it's awesome. And cr- what you do and three hundred episodes. Oh,
1: that's, wow. that's amazing!
0: That's well, great. Now, boys, I was here to interview you, but you've already made me feel amazing. And uh, thank you very much. I, I appreciate the kind words. Now, before we get stuck into your journey and your story, because uh, I, this is, I think it's such a beautiful story that's going to help so many people and already know it is, what's something in the last seven days that has brought joy or made you really smile from on the inside?
2: What's been making you happy lately?
1: It makes me really happy. I'll be here to I'll be here tonight. Uh your pocket. Oh, you're sucking <laughs> up the
2: deal,
1: huh? <laughs> <laughs> well, we've had
2: we're very fortunate we get to do lots of days, right? So I mean today you gave a we had a oh,
1: tour. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I, I gave a tour today.
2: We gave a presentation to uh an entrepreneurial program. And um and also today. Yeah. I host an online dance right. party. John online hosts an
1: online dance, dance
2: party. party every Tuesday. Every Tuesday, you did that. Um, we kicked off the week. We, what did we do? We uh, at a summer arts festival. We participated in for people with different abilities. Yes, we saw the movie Barbie. I love Barbie. We um, last week we were honored at a an event called Dog Doggist. August. August 1st, um, with the large, uh, with the actually the country's largest no-kill animal rescue and shelter program. Because it turns out that if you have a stray dog, I don't know if this is around the world, but they told me it's true in the U.S. They assign a birthday of August 1st. Um, So they had a celebration down at a beach. We went down there. That was great fun. Yes, lots of stuff going on.
1: I I love going on, and and our uh, Friday is it my half, twin. I have I'm my twin. Two and a half.
2: Oh, your half, right? Half. August eleventh
1: is John Day. Um,
2: is John Day?
0: John Day. So yeah. you've
2: heard of, you know, Amazon has Prime Day. Yeah. Yeah. Well, August we have John Day I, I, on his half birthday. Yeah, I am a half.
1: I'm half. Uh,
2: and we're like hobbits. We give stuff away and you know do things for people, which is great fun.
0: Oh well, that uh, that's made me feel like there's so many things going on there. I I can't wait to dive in, but I suppose the biggest thing is um, I know there's so many amazing stories out there of startups and things like that not only that of families doing it together, but um, I want to know how you've created. Probably the biggest thing is I, I love wearing crazy socks. I haven't got a pair of yours yet, John, but I am going to get a pair. I call it dopamine. Well, we got to work on that. Yes, definitely yeah. will. And that, that's going to happen. But I call it dopamine dressing because I think socks brighten everyone up. And you two have created a $10 million company all over the world. in John's crazy socks. Firstly, Amazing work because we're going to dive into this. But how did this start? Where did the obsession or love come from? Socks, you want to maybe paint the picture of the whole journey for us? I know it's probably a really long journey, but I'm well, sure you could uh, probably do a better job than I could of this. We'll we'll pick it up. I put it in
2: context. We'll go back to the fall of 2016. A log cabin in the woods, and it starts right <laughs> yes. in a small log cabin in the woods. No, no, uh, <laughs> it happens on in on suburban Long Island. We we live outside New York City in the suburbs in a town called Huntington.
1: I love Huntington. And
2: where were you, pal?
1: I was at Huntington High School. I could be my last year school.
2: So here's what happens in the U.S. Dale. If you have a disability, and John, they say John has a disability because you have Down syndrome,
1: right? Yeah, yeah.
2: But so what do you say about Down syndrome?
1: Yes, Dad, I have Down syndrome. Down syndrome never hold me back. Oh,
2: yes.
1: I yeah. love that.
2: Here, Here I love he that. is, last year of school. Um, at the end of that year, they're going to say, get out. We've had enough of you. So he's trying to figure out, like everybody else, what comes next. And what were you looking at? I'm looking at a job. I can't
1: find a career that I don't like.
2: And I know this is true in Australia. It's true here in the U.S. There just aren't enough opportunities for people with different abilities. In the U.S., only one in five people with the disability is employed. There are 20 million people that would like to be working that ready, willing, and able to True. So that's the situation he's facing. But John here?
1: Uh, I am a, a, a entrepreneur.
2: He is a natural entrepreneur. Yes, yeah, I have that. <laughs> this is not a problem. This is an opportunity. Yes. So if you did the job you wanted, would you say? I want to create one. I want to make one.
1: And I told my dad I want to go to bed with him. A nice father and son been together.
2: Now I don't know about you, Dale. I'm a lucky man. Yes, you are. I, I've got three sons and this is one I could work with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um <laughs> so okay, let's go into business together. And John had been around me. I've you know, I guess you'd call me a, a serial entrepreneur. There there are worse things. I started <laughs> multiple businesses. I was starting some others and he comes and says, Let's go into business. And I say, Okay, what are we gonna do? Um John had a lot of ideas.
1: Yeah, I come in my head. <laughs> Not I all could, of them were good
2: ideas. <laughs> That's head. okay. I, I, what was one of them?
1: One I made a food truck. Uh, um I come like idea from the movie called Chef and John Farrow. Um, I I I I from a U.S. Um, are you in Australia? Are you uh, um um, I I, I um I, I, I John Farrow a uh, movie about our
2: father and son barging a food truck. So we're thinking, this could be great fun. What could we make? Where would we put the truck? I'm not sure I want to be in a food truck all day, but that's okay. <laughs> but then, we ran into a problem.
1: We can't cook.
2: Yeah, we can't cook. So <laughs> it wasn't going to be... Pro- small problem. <laughs> but then... Right before the U.S. Thanksgiving, which is in late November, John, you had your Eureka moment.
1: Oh, I want to sell crazy socks. Why socks? It's fun. It's colorful. It's clear. It's always, let me be me. I've won crazy socks my whole life. I we drive around look for it.
2: Right, Dale, you asked for, like, where did this start? Yeah. We used to drive around looking for these socks. For I dogs. just said. So... We figured this, (laughs) if he loved them that much, we could find others that did too. Absolutely. That's where the idea came from. And we went the lean startup route. Uh, We didn't do a lot of planning. We just said, let's get something up quick and dirty. And people will let us know. So we built a website. We built it on the Shopify platform. Got a little bit of inventory. We're bootstrapping, right? So you got to make do with what you have. We once got asked by a student, "What exactly does bootstrapping mean?" It it means you have no money, so you know make do with what you have. The only marketing we did was to set up a Facebook page. I would take out my cell phone, and we made videos. And who do you think was in those videos? I
1: am. I yeah, I, I talked <laughs> I, yes, I talk about stocks, and Dan, um, I had cafe for you, buddy. Stocks, Stocks. And boy, stop.
2: <laughs> so we opened not knowing, you know, not knowing what we'd face. It was mid-December, right. right? before Christmas. Um, and we got a flood of orders the first day. And most of them were local, which made sense, right? We lived in the town of Huntington. He was in high school. We had yes. temporary office space there. How did we deliver those first orders?
1: Our home delivery. We get red boxes. I put a sock in the box. I, I put in in um, my plan taking over our And I put a, a bed of Hers- Hershey's Kisses. I put little candy.
2: We loaded. We poured Hershey's Kisses into the boxes, loaded up the car. I love Hershey's Kisses. Drove around. <laughs> and he knocked on doors delivering the socks. And how the customers respond? customers loved
1: it. And and, and it took a picture with me and our uh, socks, and, and share it on Sosomir. Uh, a word I get spread.
2: There were some funny times, you know, we're driving around, he's knocking on socks on the doors. We get customers ordering,
0: and we used to, to get John, John to
2: come back to their house. whole <laughs> yeah. families <laughs> to make pictures. And there was some times, it was uh. after, you know, it's just the two of us. So you're working all day, you're piling stuff up. It was after 10 o'clock at night, and John's knocking on doors. You know, just John with your socks. Don't shoot me. No, no, don't shoot. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> by the end of that month, really two weeks, not even, we had shipped 452 orders. Wow. And we, knew we had something. We didn't know how fast it would grow. We didn't know how big it would grow. <laughs> but you, know, you learn by doing. And we learned one. Well, people want to buy socks. Two
1: people want want about stuff for me.
2: They related to John. <laughs> yeah, they yeah. liked that personal touch of the thank you note, the candy. They liked the fact we had already pledged five percent of our earnings to the Special Olympics. There was something that caught us off guard. We didn't expect. People were very moved by seeing a young man with Down syndrome start his own business. And you know, you got a lot of teachers out there. They you know they know this. You learn by doing. Yeah. So we learned that it's, this young man, this is old man, this old man, we could sell okay. socks. Okay. So that that's how we got started. And you know, origin stories they give you your DNA. You could see a lot of the fundamental beliefs we had embodied in in that startup.
0: I just sitting here, it's it's amazing. And I think um, not to take away from the story, but bootstrapping and just getting started. um, uh, That's, I think that's probably one of the biggest things I hear from a lot of people, Mark and and John, you know, that they've got these ideas, but it's not perfect. And they put so much work into it, but it's not ready to go. There's no, there's never a right time. you just got to do it. Don't you? Like, is that the best advice you can give someone? Just, just start. We have an aesthetic of, Ready, fire,
2: aim. Yep. You know, don't overthink it. Get it going. I, I, I'll give you an example. Um, so in the summer of 2017, it's so our first full year, and, and now we are learning firsthand. Nobody buys socks in the summer. So what are we going to do? Well, one of the things is let's set up a subscription, a sock of the month club. We sit down with our colleagues within a week, We get this up and running. We build the the necessary website, figure out the inventory, we get it going. About three months later, four months later, one of our suppliers, who's also a competitor, because they sell direct to to consumers, they start a sock of the month club. Okay, you know, everybody has subscriptions. So I'm talking to them about it, uh, you know, about this and, you know, how they developed it. They told me they were working on it for two and a half years. So wow. what the hell were you doing? Yeah. What, well, we had committee meetings, we had to refine this, we had to refine that. Well, I'm glad they spent two and a half years working on this thing. We by this point, we were on our third iteration because we had learned from real customers. We had real revenue. and our business was taken off while they were waiting to perfect it. You yeah. can't Get going. Yeah, if you wait to make it perfect, it's too late.
0: Well, there's no such thing as perfect, and if you're looking for it, you're never going to start. And I think that's a great example, of exactly what happened there. Um, do you like? Obviously, the socks are great and everything, but the personal delivery touch, and this is something that about your story that I just think is amazing, and particularly you, John, like hand delivering them. You know that that human connection that impact that that is something that people don't get you know these days amazon or a postie leaves at the front door you don't even see the postie deliver it like people want that connection and when you deliver it john oh mate it's amazing that would have just been that that's better than the socks but then when you get the socks i could imagine people lit up and that's where everything took off i absolutely i we are very fortunate and um
1: just this, this why uh this why uh I was doing a home to me.
2: People love it when uh, you uh, the People door, loved
1: right? it. I spread happiness.
2: Well, put in some context. Dan, yeah, Dan. right Right? We, we created a social enterprise. So we have both a social and a business purpose. They feed off each other. What's our mission? Spread happiness. Spreading happiness. Yep. And we built it on five pillars. One of those pillars is make it personal. We're looking to build relationships. We want to build a community. We're not chasing transactions. Once you start with that conviction, then it becomes manifest in everything you do. So, you know, the way we answer the phone, you you don't get voice jail. You talk to an actual person. Right. You're going to have a human conversation. There's no scripts, we don't monitor the calls. Um, it's the packaging and delivery. We want to make it an experience. So if you get a package from us on the outside, you see John's smiling face. It's colorful. We have our logo. You open it up. You get your socks. You also get this handwritten thank you note from John. On the flip side of that, you get the story of John's crazy socks and our giving back program you get some candy and on the packing slip, you see the picture and the name of the person who packed your order. You're not just getting socks sent to you. Mm. You're getting this dose of happiness. Right? Yeah. And today well, we've shipped 420,000 some odd packages to 88 different countries. But if we get an order, between our office and home, what are you doing? I said you're doing home delivery. Still knocking on doors, right? Because you want that. You want that relationship. Yeah, you know, and then you just keep finding ways to make it happen. Uh, I mean, here's an example. One day, one of our happiness packers, right? We do our own fulfillment, so we run our own pick and pack warehouse. What, what do we call our pickers? I. Sock wranglers. sock wranglers. We have sock wranglers and happiness packers. But one day, yeah. one of our packers comes to us and says, You know, we sell socks for diabetics. And we're sending out these socks with candy. What's wrong ah. with that? Pill? Ah, so now we have a supply of sugar free candy that if you order diabetic socks, you're going to get the sugar free candy. It's not rocket science. It's just you have to have that conviction, that belief, and then you just keep finding ways to make right. it manifest.
0: Mm. So, so true. But it, uh, a lot of the time, you know, Mark, what you're saying there, it it is very simple, but it's also not. Do you know what I mean? I think I think we complicate things and overthink it. it, it we sometimes the simplest thing is, and that's the the best thing about your story because. You don't have to keep delivering door-to-door because you, you're massive now. You've got a global company, but that's why your company is so special because, John, you're still doing that, you know, and that's essentially what – that lights you up too, mate. I bet that is a highlight of your day.
2: You love meeting our customers, don't
1: you? I do. I, lo- I love meeting customers.
2: It's really cool. We make videos for customers. We make phone calls. You know, you pay attention. You know, here's, here's another little thing businesses out there they all know if you're on email well you segment your email we segment our fulfillment so everybody gets the same ingredients if you will but if it's your first order you get one package and one note if it's your second order it's different it's third fourth and fifth just pay attention to people Mm. just and yes we love it don't you
1: yeah, yeah we do you like
2: you know it's it fuels you.
1: I'm so so happy. And, and we do. We or uh, with our with customers. And I'm making them so happy. Oh, it's.
2: Let's go back to the roots. Our mission is spreading happiness. What do you say are the keys to happiness?
1: It's gratitude, it's gratitude and do for others.
2: Gratitude
1: and do for others.
2: Yes. Yep. We get to do a lot of things we get to do a lot of advocacy work. We do a lot of speaking engagements. We have a, a very uh, extensive giving back program. But it's our customers who make all that possible. So we're so grateful. It, uh, it's it's simple, fortunate, Right? We're very fortunate. So you constantly want to thank them. And you want to share in that experience. So, right, from a customer perspective, what, you know, what we're offering is, oh, you're going to get great socks. <laughs> right? It's got over 30,000 five-star reviews. You know, you're going to get great service. We do same-day shipping. We do better shipping than Amazon. And Jeff Bezos over at Amazon, you know, like you kind of noted, he's not putting a thank you note handy.
0: No, I've never got right. one of those. <laughs> right?
2: so yeah. our, our return rate is less than 0. 0.3 of 1%. And that, even though we guarantee happiness for two years. So but you get more than just the socks. You know that you help us employ people with different abilities. So more than half of our colleagues have a different
0: ability. Well, yeah, that's you amazing. You know that you
2: can help us give back. We've now donated over $650,000 to our charity partners. Ooh, most of them. You're going to help us I spread happiness. What's a better deal than that? Yeah. and so- And at the end of the day, I mean, we'll tell you we're the world's largest sock store, right? We have more choice than anybody else. How many socks do we have?
1: We have 4,000 different kinds of socks.
2: I mean, we're not outselling Walmart or outselling Target. Right. Or, or at least not yet. <laughs> but we're not really a sock store. The nice. socks become the physical manifestation for the story and the
0: mission. Mm. So true. Uh, uh, Amazing. And I think one of the greatest things in life you can do is give back to others. You know, when you truly give, then it fills you up even more. And not only with your workforce and the opportunity you're providing, but, you know, to charities and things as well. And that's why you, you know, the people you are. One thing I want to know, though, is obviously, like you said, you know, you've got two other sons. And I know when I used to work with my dad at we did not work well together. Um, I've got two young sons and myself, and I would like to change that because I see this beautiful connection that you both have since starting. Um, have your Has your relationship changed? Um, as how is that? Has it affected that? Because at the end of the day, you know, family comes first. Has it improved? Has it? Has there been ups and downs? Do you want to explain a little bit about that?
2: Well, let's put this in some context, or I'll laugh. You know, we can laugh about it. I guess. Last fall, we were the speakers at a family business dinner, and they were giving out awards. And all these people were talking about how wonderful family businesses are. Let's pump the brakes a little. (laughs) Talk some truth, okay? So my middle son worked with us for a bit. Love him dearly. We get along well. But at one point, he came in and said, I'm out of here. And this was probably a good thing. Because if we kept working together, we <laughs> were going to find us both in a pool of blood on the floor. <laughs> and, and my wife works with us. My bride is his mom. There are some nights when I come home. And I want to look at my wife. And I just I, I just want to say, can I just vent a little bit? There is this crazy woman at work. She's driving me nuts. You're not going to believe what she did today. It's you. Except it's you. (laughs) 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 And here we are. But, you know, that's reality. As for us, I saw a comment once on social media. There was somebody... We've been very fortunate with a lot of viral events and media coverage. Um, but somebody posted saying, "You know, I don't know these guys, but I would I live in the same town and I would see them around town all the time." And they were this way long before they had this business. Um, and I think our relationship has uh, has deepened I mean as a dad to get to watch John grow and he's always coming up the learning curve. He has that sign of what I think of true intelligence, of being curious um, and always learning. And now we have it all like on film. Um, That's so wonderful. Uh, and, And I think part of it is we both have the same outlook. We both have the same goals. And we both know We need each other. Yeah. I couldn't do this without this man.
0: Oh, oh. Um. Oh. Wow. That's very moving and very touching. I absolutely, I bet people, uh, if you're driving, makes you, if you're crying, uh, pull over. I don't, I don't want any crashes on my watch here. Now, um, people cry. (laughs) And they're good tears. And it's amazing. That's a beautiful story. And I, I like how you paint the picture that sometimes it doesn't work and that's okay. You need to know, the signs because you don't want to affect, you know, your relationships above all. Um, the, the thing I love about this, and you said before, you know, the opportunities that you're creating. Um, And I think the world is becoming such a more accepting place, but labels still, you know, it. when we give people labels, it segregates them. And at the end of the day, a label doesn't you know, like you just said before, John. You're curious. You're creative. You know, you're kind. These are the they're superpowers, and it doesn't matter if you've been labelled something. A lot of people don't have those. Um, do you do you think your story is just inspiring so many other people that may have had a you know may have had the same situation you did at the end of high school? They're like, "What's next?" There's there's no roadmap for me. Um, well, is that something we, you're seeing?
2: We have. Um, and we take this as an obligation, We've been given this opportunity and now we have to make use of it. Um, people look at it, Dale, you, you have us on your podcast. Yeah. How awesome is that? But now we have, we have to make use of that. Um, and so we're always promoting hiring people with different abilities and demonstrating, and we think we can talk to other businesses because we can talk as business people demonstrating why that's good business. It's not altruism. We promote entrepreneurism as an option for people with different abilities. We're developing a program, JCS Champions that will put people in business by giving them a business in a box. Um, so it's very important. I, I do think we're we're still early on in this. you know you'll see, You'll see curves talking about developing a market. And you start with the early adapters, right? The people that line up at midnight to get the next iPhone. You start with the early adapters. But if you really want to grow, you have to get into that middle market. The people that come afterwards. Um, then come the laggards, the people that have dial-up internet and rotary phones. <laughs> I think in terms of hiring people with different abilities, we're at the very beginning of that curve. We've got the early adapters. In the United States, it's it's now more than 20 years since uh, we signed the Americans with Disabilities Act, uh, which gave access to people like John to go to school. Um, There are companies that are hiring people, but we've just scratched the surface of what's possible. And, and we just keep going out and sharing. Yep. You know, well, Much of what we do, I told you, we run our own pick and pack warehouse. I, I don't know what it's like where you are in Australia, but in the US, there's a growing labor shortage. And I hear all the time from employers, I can't find enough good people. Well, in our warehouse, we've been hiring, you know, we're in our seventh year of business from three different labor groups. People with different abilities, moms, because we schedule people in four hour shifts. It's not heavy lifting. So you can put your kid on the bus in the morning, come to work for four hours and go home and pick your kid up after school. We've had some dads in there. And then general laborers who are looking for a starting wage of $15 an hour. And what's a good place to work? You get bagel Tuesday, you get staff lunch Friday. Um, Of those three labor pools. By far the best are people with different abilities. They want to be there, they're enthusiastic, they care about what they're doing, they're coming with a great attitude, we're reliable. When others can't find enough employees, we have a surplus of good people. And the results, oh my gosh, our error rate, our shipping error rate is 0. 0.2 of 1%. Wow. We're doing wow. same-day shipping. It's great. And we just want people to see that. Yeah. Right? We want, yeah. um, you know, focus on what people can do, not what they can't do. Be, you know, way, and, and I've seen the work you do. Uh, you know, I've seen some of it, which is so awesome. You know, don't be blinded by somebody's limitations. Just be awed by their possibilities, Ooh, what they can do.
0: Yeah. Right. It's so, so true. I like that. Isn't it funny that we're looking, not everybody, but for some reason, you know, we're looking for reasons not to do something or a reason why it's not going to be good instead of looking why it's going to be great? Um, and I can imagine having such a diverse portfolio of workers that, you know, the stories, the energy, the fun, oh. everybody is bringing it instead of just like, and, People want to have fun, not just in life, but in work. And I could imagine just talking from you too, you've set the bar very high, but your workers would keep that going and and pushing that bar even higher. The fun must be insane.
2: There is nothing, like we're a very seasonal business. I already told you, nobody buys socks in the summer. We do half of our business in November and December at the holidays. There is nothing better in this world than to be in our place at the holidays because it's filled it's like Santa's workshop with all these people and there's so much energy yeah. it's awesome you know and it's like when it comes to hiring we don't start the day we have an opening it starts well before that we do tours you gave a tour today I did we've had more than two thousand students come through on a tour we run work groups with high schools and social service agencies so people can come in and get a taste of work but part of what happens there is they get to see who we are and how we operate so then when it, when we have an opening people can opt in and say oh that's the type of place i want to work at right and then you got to take care of people i mean i'll you stop me i'll go on or, you know, <laughs> one of our pillars is We want to make this a great place to work. And we've got five kind of steps to that. One, offer people a mission worthy of their commitment. Something people can be proud of. It's got to be bigger than ourselves. It can't be we're just going to make money. And don't get me wrong. We want to make money. We we like to live indoors, right? Right. (laughs) But something that people... They feel good about it. Two, make sure everybody knows why his or her job matters. There is no cog in the machine. There is no make work job, right? Everybody's job is important. Everybody is contributing to that mission. If you ask our sock wranglers, all of whom have a different ability, what's the mission? What's your job about? My job is to spread happiness. They know why their job matters. You know, I had a friend who runs a business tell so me, all come on, Mark, that's a lot of claptrap. You can't make every job matter. I looked at him and said, if you got people whose job doesn't matter, why are they on your payroll? Why are you paying them? Yeah. Three, put people in a position to succeed. Don't ask people to do what they can't do. We don't ask you to do our finances, nope. right? But you give a great tour. I did. Right? <laughs> we you're, you're great at the home deliveries. We don't ask you to track our ordering. Um, give people the support they need. If, if Kenny, one of our packers, needs a particular chair, why don't we get him that chair? If Nick, our webmaster, needs a tool, let's get him that software. And we're a small business. We don't have endless resources. So you can't do everything. But put people in a position where they can do their best work. Then four... Recognize what people do. Dale, you've done 307 podcasts, how <laughs> awesome. Don't you like it when people say, hey Dale, I heard that podcast, that was great. That workshop you <clears throat> ran for us on play, how wonderful was that, right? We all like it. Sometimes it's as simple as saying, thank you. Of valuing people, I'm treating them with respect and dignity. And the last piece, Stay the hell out of the way. Let people do their jobs, right? If you do that, then people are engaged and you're better off. Now everybody's running, you know, it's, you run a business, you understand this, right? If you draw an org chart, you appear twice in that org chart. You're at the top because it's your job to set the vision and the direction. And then you're at the bottom. It's your job to serve everybody else and make sure they can do their jobs well. And when you do that, everybody's,
0: everybody wins. That is uh it's, it's a really, again, I think it was very, uh, a lot of things have been like at the start, you know, John, we talking about starting. It's very simple, but it's not, it's very hard for a lot of people to create that concept. And exactly what you've just mentioned in those five steps they are very simple principles that, you know, people want in every area of life, not just at work. You know, we want to feel valued. We want to be praised. We want to feel like we're having an impact. We need to know our role. We don't need to do everything. We, uh, we find people that uplift us that can help us with things that we may not be as good with. And that we don't have to do everything. I, I, that is a metaphor that people can take and use in any aspect of their life. I absolutely love it. It's a really... Yeah, you know, so keep it simple principle that is the best. It works. Um, and if people feel valued, then you've got the best employer or person forever. Just treat people well, you know. Yep. <laughs> and there is nothing
2: we describe is rocket science.
0: Yeah.
2: Right? So it's, true. We make it plain, you know, we're a couple of knuckleheads selling science. <laughs> if we can do this, anybody can do it
0: yeah dad. Okay. <laughs> so true so john i love that beautiful little kiss john what are you most proud of from you know from that young kid at high school that was like what what am i going to do to thinking about starting a, fr- a food truck that then you're like i'm not a good cook that's okay from then i love socks and creating this business and having an impact on so many people around the world what are you most proud of what you've been able to achieve so far I am proud of my dad. Oh. oh, come on,
2: quit sucking up here. <laughs> What's some of the coolest things we've been able to accomplish,
1: right?
2: Um, Creating jobs. That's a big
1: one. Yeah, uh Bitcoin is a clean job. Uh that my dad's right. Uh a clean job and um a clean job and um and and and, 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 and harm more please um like like I uh, like uh like with uh, with more than a half uh doing and doing abilities.
2: and uh, well, so and do you like to doing me. the the speaking engagements I do And the advocacy work meet with the elected officials yes pretty cool when you spoke at the UN-huh I love it we've we've testified twice before the U.S Congress and We didn't have to be subpoenaed, Um, (laughs) which is a good thing, right?
0: That's a a great thing, Lutz.
2: I'll give you a signer that I know, I mean, he does this all the time, but it was the first time he did it, Uh, the county executive, right? We have counties, you know, states within that of the county. So the county executive had come to visit our business, And to to give him credit, he was earnest. He wanted to learn what we did and how we could help and how we could hire more people with different abilities. But, you know, elected officials, the politicians, they all come with an entourage. And at the end, he had a proclamation he wanted to give John. And he lined up his photographers and video person. He said, John, stand over there. I want to read it to you and give it to you. John said, wait a minute. He says, I want to get my colleagues. And he got all his colleagues gathered around him. And then Steve read the proclamation and he handed it to John. And John said, Thank you, but this is not really for me. This is for my colleagues. And he handed it to them. He said, because they're the ones that do the work. Yeah. They're the ones that make it happen. And 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 that was a good thing, right?
0: Did that. Was uh oh, I can't imagine how that would have made you feel, Mark. As a dad, first, uh, Look, yeah. that's touching, mine. Yes, sir.
2: right. It's uh, it's always saying thanks. It's always that gratitude, you know. Where he, I've learned that from John. You know, he's taught. I mean, I'll tell you. You know, it's, you you didn't ask. I'll share. Uh, we tell our origin story. We talk about where John was.
0: Nobody really asked. Well, where were you, Mark? Sorry, Mark, I, so, I should have made that There's a floor no, in no, uh, no, with 307 no, episodes. I, 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 let me down there. <laughs> I don't mean, to, I don't mean to put you in the spot.
2: So let me tell you, um, in the fall of 2016, I had entered that, and I was helping my wife run her business. Um, so that had become the family business. Well, without going into a lot of details, Something had happened with my wife so that um, she was arrested. And overnight, we had to close that business now. So there I was, 58 years old, my wife facing jail time, no income. What are we going to do? And, you know, when you hold tight, and you say, we got to stick together. We got to find a way forward. And then John comes to me and says, Dad, I want to go into business with you. (laughs) And at first, I heard my son saying, Dad, I need help. I realize now he was helping me. (laughs) He was saving me. He was coming and saying, Dad, I believe in you. Dad, we're going to make this. And that's pretty cool. Oh, that doesn't matter, doesn't matter where you find yourself, doesn't matter the situation. Here's where we are now. What do we do?
0: Oh, that's uh, it's an amazing story, and thank you for sharing that, Mark. Because I can imagine you know, it's called John's Crazy Socks, and um, you know, people are interested in that, but you know, there's there's two people in the story here that have created something, and um. I think that vulnerability that you just shared with people, like people could take it however they want, but how you've seen that now and at the time, I, I love how you said that, you know, John came to you because you wanted to start a business, but he could see that you needed him. Um, it's amazing what happens when you step back from something and you allow it to manifest and what, what that does for you.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah so true so true and well (laughs) I didn't expect what this story was going to do for me and it's made me feel (laughs) so many different emotions but one is just lucky and grateful to be able to listen and and hear the journey that you're both being on and the impact you're having um it's ah it's profound um people where can we get some of these crazy socks because you're not just a sock business you are so much more. And people need happiness, particularly after COVID. People need Where can that happiness. Where can we find these, John?
1: I, you can find us at JohnsCrazySocks.com
2: John's JohnsCrazySocks.com and all sorts of things going on there. You know, John mentioned he does a weekly uh, dance party. We have a podcast. We do... Uh, which is on hiatus now we'll be starting that up again the spreading happiness podcast where do you know sock design contest Uh, we can do virtual tours if there are schools in Australia we can do a you know that would be interested we can do a virtual tour for them Um, and we're on all the social media platforms you know we've got got 240,000 followers on Facebook. John here you, you love doing those TikTok videos. Yeah. I think he's got a <laughs> followers there. Um and um we're on LinkedIn. I'm on LinkedIn. You know, if there's some way we can help people reach out, we'll we'll be glad to do it. We'll connect and see how we can help.
0: Well, I think you both are helping people and um you're helping by doing by leading the way, um creating a change in A way that's meaningful and positive. And I think at the end of the day, that's, you know, people can talk about things, but when you're actually living it and you're making it fun and you're uplifting other people around you, um, that people want to be a part of it. And I know I'm personally, I can't wait to buy some socks and get onto it. So (laughs) listeners out there, this episode number 307, if you finish listening to this episode, jump onto to and buy some socks. Um, support this movement. Um, and not only that, support John and Mark and the mission they're doing and creating, spreading happiness around the world. Um, lads, people I cannot out of trouble. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, give us a sales pitch. John, why should people buy your socks? Here you go. Sell them. Bang, get some socks.
2: Why socks? Well, I'll tell you what. I'll do that pitch, and then you do one pitch, all right? Yeah. You're going to get great socks. You're going to help us employ people with different abilities. You're going to help us give back. Most of all, you help us spread happiness. Spread happiness. <laughs> and do you have advice if we close out? Do you have advice for people? I do, Dad. Uh, follow
1: your follow, follow your heart. Follow your dreams. walk hard. And more importantly,
0: so
2: you can do show what you can do
0: Wow, that is uh if there's a bumper sticker moment from today that is it uh so um john and mark thank you so much bloody legends i'll tell you that thank uh, you for having us. amazing amazing journey and story and impactful what you're doing um keep spreading that happiness and doing what you're doing thanks so much for being on the show thank you